Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Rough Dub Podcast. My name is Wesley. I'm joined tonight by Tim Rodriguez and Matt Armstrong. And boys, it's Game of Thrones time. We're already in episode 3 of season 8, the, the final season of Thrones. We've got some long-time watchers. Um, I know Matt and I have read the books. Tim, have you read the books? Yes. So I've we've got three readers. So we should get some pretty uh, pretty good analysis here. Uh, we're just going to kind of go through the show as is and, and comment uh, as we go. Um, first, we've got a scene here in the intro. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it starts with the dragons. That seems yeah. pretty significant. Um, how long, by the way, do you think it took them to produce this intro? It, this is probably the most in-depth intro that they've ever had. I mean, everything is very heavy and <laughs> has a lot of weight and also like little idiosyncrasies in terms of you can see how the night king's army is moving with with the blue tiles on the map like all the way mm -hmm. so you can see when they when he gets to the umber's castle you can see like they stopped there in the previous episode and now it's trekking into winterfell for this episode so which is a nice little nice little touch yep Okay, so from there we go into Winterfell. Sam making preparations, looking a little little sadder than I feel like he should look. I mean, obviously, you know, these are dark times, but you know, you're a warrior. Like at some point you got to get yourself pumped up, right? It's like a, you know, it's like it's like playing in a big game. You you got to get hyped up. You can't just feel depressed about the thought of losing. I mean, Sam's pretty soft. Let's let's be honest. He's killed he's Sam the Slayer. Yeah. See, that that's the thing. It's like I think we should have he evolved be from being like the befuddled like fat guy and now he's like confident like had sex with a girl guy <laughs> yeah like he's you know like the entire fight he's like shocked and like not uh not a factor like that's not the character that he's become i guess in my mind he's super alpha is that what you're trying to tell us <laughs> yeah, he he grew some balls, chopped off like Jorah's like grayscale, like not afraid of like cleaning the poo from like the, the big library. <laughs> it's like that, yeah, that's I, not very fun as like a character. It's, he's just like intimidated. So now I agree. It was, it was a better. It was a better revision. It's a better reversion. Uh, to his previous character when he was at the wall, like when he first met John, like he just yeah. was kind I, I, of. It's good if if it was like a split second of like him being like shocked or like you know yeah befuddled, that's okay. But like the entire whatever two hours is him like fucking being a craven, which isn't really a craven. <laughs> you, you're living in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i don't know i i didn't really like how they handled some of the characters i i mean ed was pretty much non-factor until his final appearance should i say don't want to give too much away but um but yeah he was pretty much a non-factor well, are you guys time... watching what i'm watching i want to make sure we're on the same page here so Right now we're looking at Jorah and Ghost in the initial scene where the army is uh, okay. coming ready. In the uh, in the uh, scene where they're prepping before Melisandre gets there. Yeah, let me see if I can... Uh, so we're trying to figure out how to respond yeah, to I mean, right. we, Well, before we like started uh, 
the casting, we were talking about how like the visuals were so black. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anything like which is like understandably like a trick you use to like cheapen the CGI costs. But like you literally like so we've got Jorah on the screen like I couldn't I couldn't see anything that was, and they use like a lot of blurry fight scenes. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of it I was like I can't see anything that's happening. So like what is this actual big budget all about? Yeah, it was supposed to be the most expensive fight that they ever did, but I couldn't see any of it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, unless you had your screen on full brightness, you might be able to see something, but it was nearly impossible to see any one character at any point. Well, Tim, the night is darkest before the dawn. (laughs) And uh, so now we've got, I would say, this is sort of the stage of the the, the, uh, show where, uh, or the fight where, like, when you were a kid and you just had finished lining up all your action figures next to each other or across from each other ready to battle, I feel like that's where we're at here. So we've got we've got Jora, we've now got Melisange rolling up on her horse, you know, perfect timing. Everyone, by the way, arrives on time, no matter how far away they've been. You know, they come literally moments before the fight is about to begin on, you know, a journey that probably has like a standard deviation of like several days from anywhere that you're going to travel here. I mean, I can't fly, you know, in an hour flight and get where I need to be on time. There's no way these guys are riding horses at this perfect pace, but in any uh, case, I mean, they, t- horses, they, they teleport. It's freezing. I don't know how any of these horses are surviving. Like, what is... Well, the, the, the part that's hardest for me to understand is how you're flying a dragon high into the air in freezing blizzard weather with Tim, you're getting ahead of our episode, man. We're trying to get on. No one's gonna be able to keep track if you just keep going back and forth. The... I mean, we're we're gonna complain about everything. Okay, so now we've got Melisange. Player... I I totally agree about like a lot of the the story of previous seasons was about how like the weather is affecting like troop movements mm-hmm. or whatever, and then like. It's basically like not even mentioned, almost untalked about. Similar to like Essos, is that like Stannis killed his mm-hmm. daughter because it was like yeah, crazy. and the troops are dying because they were starving. We have like we have shirtless Dothraki like in the winter fighting a, a battle. It's like, aren't you kind of cold out there? Like. <laughs> so we've got Melisandre rolling up. She sets every uh, of the horsemen's. You know, swords on fire. That gets people pretty fired up. Jacked up. Oh, my for, a, uh, for a moment. For a moment. So this he is kind there. of her first, uh, you know, I'm back. Accept me. I'm going to really be able to deliver on all the promises of of the Lord of Light. And uh, and so these blood, riser, these blood riders who we've been following for years now, they're feeling it. They've got these, these swords that are on fire. They're defying the laws of physics. Uh, and they're ready to ride. And so now we've got Melisange going into into the uh, into Winterfell, meets up with our friend the uh, the Onion Knight, and uh, yeah. and tells him, "You don't have to kill me. I'll be dead before the night is over." No, no, no shock here. There's no way that he was going to execute her before the battle even no. began. And uh, Melisange is kind of like the wild card figure that. 
It's like, hey, we're going to have a crazy episode and uh, we need someone who can do more than just fight. We need someone who can add some, some elements of, uh, of excitement. And so she comes in, has this chat with him. He's, of course, you know, got to remind her that, that she killed a little girl. Uh, at, this, at this time, when, when we were watching this in our house, uh, there was a lot of comments about how beautiful Melisandre's skin is, despite the, the tough conditions. Uh, I just spent uh, two days in Denver, three days in Denver, and, uh, and my lips are chapped, my skin is dry. She's, she's wandering around solo, from presumably not you know stopping at the Holiday Inn at each, uh, in, in the evening <laughs> each day on her travels, and yet her skin looks like she is uh, ready for... Ready for a magazine it's, it's shoot? The glamour. She's got the ruby crystal necklace. Maybe she is. <laughs> That's a. What, how much do you think that necklace would be worth if it were real today? <laughs> uh, the floor is a billion. A billion? Yeah. Just the ability to wear something that would make you yeah, like Jeff, incredibly youthful. Yeah, Jeff Bezos doesn't have to. Show yeah, eternally healthy. Facial cream ever again for a billion dollars? <laughs> facial cream? A billion dollars, so I don't have to use facial cream. Yeah, he doesn't have to shower. He doesn't, like, doesn't have to like, wipe his butt. Like, you think she doesn't shower? Looks, like, you know, that beautiful redhead lady. Like, yeah, he, he would buy that. All right, so now we've got the Blood Riders riding full bore towards, towards the enemy, the dark enemy, which you can't even see, by the way. I, I'm, I'm still awestruck by how... How much Winterfell has grown, somehow, because <laughs> my impression from you know the beginning of the show is that Winterfell is like a village of seventy people, and uh, and now we're seeing you know tens of thousands of troops surrounding inside the, the castle, the entire castle. Yeah. Well, that that's that's the thing is oh well, I mean like it's kind of um, not really well covered in the TV show, but like uh, Winterfell is like a humongous town, not the size of like King's Landing, but like. I would say like a hundred thousand people maybe live in <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah. It has like multiple walls. Like the neighborhood is really large. And the like little town in episode one, yeah, is named Winter Town. So like it's the Winterfell like neighborhood is large enough to like spawn off suburban neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> so like I it is large. Um, but you know, like the opening credits and like the way it's projected in like the first couple of seasons is like, oh, you know, we have like a couple high towers or whatever. <laughs> but like now, like in yeah, in the show, it's like it expanded significantly. Oh, definitely. That, um, was it? Is it the Rhone in uh, in Lord of the Rings? Ro um, Rohitum. Perhaps I'm thinking of that little fortress that uh, that was like one of the last bastions um, where the guy was like being poisoned and then he stopped being poisoned. He was like the lord of the oh, place. Yeah. Rohan. Rohan, yeah, okay. Oh, Rohan. Well, yeah. Rohan and Adaras was the name of the castle. So I would have guessed that that was like the Winterfell size place. Mm. Yeah, a small town. Yeah, like definitely not. I'm definitely certainly not a hundred thousand. I mean, I was thinking. You know, if I I would have given him credit generously, ten thousand. But how, uh, how many people do you think are in King's Landing? Well, didn't they say a million people live in? Yeah, well, yeah, around just, there. Yeah, uh, they've always like over projected like populations of like medieval cities, 
But if a million people are in King's Landing, you don't think a hundred thousand people are in like Winterfell, like county? No, it's believable. It's believable because it's the largest castle in the north. It's been um, home to the Starks for generations. I, I believe it. I believe it could hold a hundred thousand. A big enough population. I'm trying to search for this information. It does not seem to be. No, George, George is really like he purposely like so. It's one of the topics we always talk about is how like people are traveling like at rapid speeds, but like George purposely does not put that in his work, hmm. so that like he can't be like oh you know, uh, a character went to this area in thirty days, mm -hmm. so like we can extrapolate that across the entire map. Like he, it's very vague because he mm -hmm. just doesn't want to put in that much work because well it's it's harder it's harder to write that way. It's harder to write that way because you pigeonhole no, yeah, you yourself. You have to like put in all that work. Like, um, he's already taken you know a decade to write a couple of books. Like, if you had to do, you know, atlas calculations, like we'd never see anything really ever. Hmm. Well, according to uh, this very uh, very thoughtful yep. Reddit Reddit poster, there the armies of the North are about forty thousand. Uh, in its entirety, I believe that's the I, beginning. I of can forge you the the Google sheet of uh, the timelines and Raven speeds uh, if you want it. Um, <laughs> Raven speeds. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. so this is the you know our friends the Dothraki have uh, they've been with us a long time. This is really their moment, right? These warriors they traveled mm -hmm. across the land to take back the Iron Throne for their queen twice. Uh, and they're, they're not, and I mean, I hope you've seen the show it doesn't work out for them. So they go charging into this dark darkness basically and, and kill themselves. Uh, I want to pause here. What kind of strategy is this? No, it's the worst strategy I've ever seen. And all the siege towers are in front of the castle walls. Why? <laughs> Why? What? Yeah, so basically they're yeah, used. Trebuchet is being like the front line. Yeah. It's all? stupid. It's stupid. What it makes of, no sense. What type of general would just send their mounted forces in alone Blind. into the teeth of the enemy when you have the defensive fortification? Yeah. I mean, no I'm no general, but I've seen enough movies to know that when you have the defensive fortification, you use that to your advantage. I don't think taking the fight with just part of your force is the, you know, that, that, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one work. Why are you overanalyzing it? It's like, well, I mean, obviously we can't afford to have like 40,000 like horses in every episode. So we're just going to kill these people off. But like, why would that be like a good idea anyway? Because like, mm -hmm. uh, say, say you go 50-50. Well, 50% of those are going to come back undead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. So like, it, they have unstoppable. The whole, like, they have unstoppable sustain. Yeah, you have to kill people in the like general council meeting. Like, hey, what is our plan in this battle? It's like, well, let's feed them like a bunch of like horse like buff guys. So now we're moving ahead. Everyone is still standing around in the cold. This is my one of my favorite parts is when they go, you know, zoom in on each of the the champions, and. Mm -hmm. uh, and none of them have helmets. Everyone's got a helmet for the big battle. 
I hey, well, hey, I usually hate that a lot, but they did have Grey Worm. Yeah, he put it on. on. Yeah. But Brienne fought for about four hours without a helmet on and lived. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a pet peeve for sure. Is, yeah, like Tom Cruise never has like the proper helmet on. Well, well, like, the thing like, is, riding a motorcycle and like he has no helmet and then he falls off. It's like, well, you're dead. Like, well, it's also because each helmet is specific to a house. So if you saw somebody's helmet, you know who they are. So I, I don't. They're like, oh, if you don't have an helmet on, how can you tell? Well, each house has a very distinct helm to be able to tell the difference so i, I mean it would have been easier to actually tell pe who people were uh, in that fight. Tim, Tim, come on you're overestimating like the intelligence not even intelligence <laughs> like the focus factor of like 90 percent of the viewers maybe because like the hound's very distinct helmet yeah, uh, the yeah, Starks yeah. always had very I mean, yeah, distinct helmets. Have very dis I, Tim, yeah, we watch a million hours of this. <laughs> but, like, if you put, like, the weird-shaped Lannister helmet on Jamie, like, no one would really... Oh, oh, that was Jamie? Oh, I didn't know that. Like, He's the only Lannister fighting. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would connect. No one would <laughs> understand. It's very important to have your stars... Without helmets. So. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. I, I, I'll accept that because it's a movie. Um, I'm switching to I'm switching to just share the video because no one is joining the Twitch. <laughs> um, no. So this way we can at least uh, we can at least see be on the same page with with what's going on. Um, so now well, now we're in the air. Danny Danny and John have taken to the skies. By the way, uh, I'll pause it here. Still no. Uh, Still no conversation about, uh, you know, their relations, right? Yeah, no, that's kind of gone glossed over. It's been a day that's or two. kind of gone glossed over. They, yeah. they decided to just leave it. Hey, we'll come back to this topic. Yeah, that's basically. It, it, yeah, it seems like unnecessary that it was mentioned before the battle. Let's table the chat. Uh, so they look at each other awkwardly, uh, fly around, shoot some fire out. Looks pretty good, right? Everyone's getting kind of pumped up about this. Hey, look, John's riding a dragon. That must mean this something. This is cool. We don't, we don't all know what it is. Stick him with the pointy end. A nice callback. A theme that we'll get with Arya for mm -hmm. uh, most of the episode. Talking to Sansa. And then it gets kind of windy. Yeah, slightly windy. Now you literally can't see anything. Dragon's still rolling in here with fire, but then, whoops, we've got the ice wall coming in. What do we know about this ice wall? Uh, a frost that he creates, that the uh, Night King creates. And he does it just by thinking about it, it seems. Yeah. I mean, every single time he's entered a battle or entered a situation, he enters with this fog. Remember at the Fist of the First Men, uh, he did the same thing. Um, yeah, he didn't really do it at in Season 7, though, when they met up uh, over the wall. They, that didn't really happen there, but um, in the earlier season, it happened pretty consistently whenever right. the the Night King showed up. Pretty cool power. So these guys are now battling, you know, kind of a very incredibly fast battle for a battle where there seems to be no visibility. Uh, they're easily turning and hitting whatever's next to them and never, no friendly fire here. 
I think a lot of the battle doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why? Why are all the forces like outside the castle? The wall. Yeah. Yeah. Why? No, there's no reason anyone should be outside the walls, right? You. We. We'll. We'll just. I think we all agree. Yeah. You should. Yeah, be. And, and but like then there's like a huge like plot point about like lighting the trench thing. The, yeah. like, uh, Hold on. The let's, let's let's get there in due time. In due time. Sorry, bud. Sorry. So now don't, we're don't well, rush this. Well, I just want to talk about strategy just in general. I mean, everything should be fire, and that trench yeah. should already been lit. Yeah, right. Before. Yeah, like Melisandre has to show up to light all the swords, which seems like that should have been something they focused on. Right. What, right? Was, the, what, was, what is the possible upside of having everyone... So what? So let's, let's assume everything, literally everything in their plan goes to plan. So we send our Blood Riders out there. What, what is the optimal performance from them? They win the battle alone? <laughs> no, I, I and like, so it's one of those, like, I really, why I don't, yeah, a lot of it is bad. But you have Jorah on the front line, like, they're, he's running with Ghost. Yeah, and then, that was like, a waste. Everyone dies, and then Except he's able Jorah. to retreat. Right. He retreats yeah. and lives. The first like, line of, the first line of, what do you think, how deep was that row? Hundreds? A couple hundred at least. Deep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you figure there's a hundred, couple hundred horses behind him, yet he, and he gets there first, and yet he's also the first to live. Okay. Yeah, he 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 stumbles back. Right. But well, the thirty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine other people, like they're all dead. Like, <laughs> well, uh, uh, wow, also, you must why have retreated well, pretty quickly, you fucking trash commander. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we're doomed. I'm running back. Like, good luck out there. Like. <laughs> why why was ghost out on the front lines what was he expected to do he has no dragon glass that that to I, me just see, felt like that, he wanted to show that he was still alive yeah i it's funny because like everyone keeps worrying about ghost and it's like oh it must be really expensive to like shoot a large dog it like ghost hasn't looked very big for like the entire season so it's like you could have just got like a husky and been like, oh, here's Ghost. Like, if Ghost looked like, you know, Mufasa, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh okay. If Ghost that was a little more like, like Aslan. <laughs> yeah, just like a humongous, like, lion dog. I'd be like, oh, okay. That that well, must it... be hard to do. But like, he the last two episodes, he looks like just like a slightly larger white dog <laughs> which is just so weird yeah, that earlier can't be on that expensive well earlier on in the first seasons like you see starks riding on the direwolf and now you're you see ghost and you're like there's no way john could ride ghost <laughs> oh yeah he, he looks yeah just like a yeah he's just like a larger like dog all right all right enough about the the the, the direwolf so now, enough about this is, dogs. This is a, no way. This is a strange part of the show that never gets resolved. Is this whole thing is like we just got to stall for Bran, like he's yeah. a scaling vane. Like what? What, <laughs> what, what are we waiting for? It, was that has that been explained? Why we were waiting for Bran? Why, why we have to protect Bran? No, it's not. It's not explained at all. Other than they're using him for bait to for the Night King. That's about it. So yeah, John flies back because it's too stormy. He goes straight back for Bran. Really gets a, gets a lot of work done though while he's flying out there. Got a lot of dust in his eyes. By the way, 
somehow, I mean, we can get into this now or we can get into it during each scene, but all these people should be falling off the dragon every second that they're on it, right? Yes, yeah, they're, they're not attached to anything. Explained, like, they don't have, like, saddles or anything. Or Nothing harnesses, to strap yeah. them in. They're holding on to just the spines. Like, they don't mm-hmm. even think to, like, tie a rope around something. Yeah. And they're able well, to... Yeah. Don't, don't even think about the general science of it. Because, like, <laughs> like, there's there's a scene, like, where John, you know, basically wins his arrow battle. And, like, the dragon, like, falls to the ground. And then he, like, tumbles, like, 30 feet in the snow. Everyone's fine. And, like, it's like, well, you broke both your legs. And, like, you'll, your <laughs> internal organs are destroyed. Like, it's just, just the, whatever, you would, zero you would... degrees. Your you in- you would not, not be able to move. Your insides would have liquefied from the fast movements in the air. You would have <laughs> died just from being at altitude in that cold weather. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very the part that's very tough for me to understand is how freezing that must be to be that high up in already negative degree weather. And traveling at, you know, rapid it's, speeds yeah. on speeds. a dragon. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. and holding on to this very slippery looking reptile reptilian animal. Yeah, it's not like hand grooves are on their scales either. Like <laughs> that's probably sharp as fuck. Also, what is what are the like what is the edge that John and Danny add to this by being on the dragon? Like, do they command it? I know she'll do the Dracaris thing, but other than that, are these people like guiding these dragons somehow? What is happening? I guess, yeah. There's probably they're they're guiding them to go places, but it doesn't seem like they have like a really good plan to begin with with the fight with the dragons. Because it so, seems like, to me well, like you could just send like, the dragons you know, on their own without you riding them, and they would be able to fly around faster and more dangerously without having to worry if you're gonna fall but, off. But you remember they're they're like at the beginning of the fight they're on like some some cliff watching the battle, and yeah. then like mm-hmm. they're both like, oh god, it's not turning out well. <laughs> Get on our let's, let's get on our dragons. Like, <laughs> why out. wasn't that part of your plan, like to begin with? Like, that should be like one of your big moves. Once it's again, like, obviously, un- they they could be like, oh, they're afraid that the the White Walker guy is just gonna javelin them. Yeah, but like they they could say that it's like, oh, we can't join the battle because we don't have eyes on. Well, and and know, and, and if White even, Walker. but the thing is, even if they say that that's the reason, they abandon that plan instantly. Yeah, and jump on at the at yeah. literally at literally the first sign of trouble, right? Yeah, it's like oh, it's not turning well. Uh, we sent in our like fucking infantry or our cavalry, and we they all died. Oh, I guess I should get on my dragons. Like that should have been like one of your main like lead with action. that. Main attacks. Lead with that. Yeah. So then you've got yeah, this like, like measured retreat, which is a bit confusing. So you've got all the survivors, I guess, of the initial engagement. Who are running back as fast as they can? This is most of the northerners, I think, and the and the wildlings. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. they're on the retreat while the the unsullied stand their ground mm-hmm. to protect the retreat through these wooden um, planks. Yeah, the whatever you know, the wooden fortifications, I guess. And now they start to mm-hmm. try to set the fortifications on fire. Uh, that 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 just fails and fails. It's uh it's too cold for fire, apparently, which they didn't consider. Um, when they made this plan to not actually light their those stakes on fire beforehand, um, so they're chased into the unsullied, who sadly mostly die. Um, and now we're looking at them trying to 
to light again to light all of this. We got some more time for the red woman to come, and uh, and boom! At the in the nick of time, the Lord of Light <laughs> springs into action and gives Melisange the power of fire, which they had you know half an hour ago that they could have just done normally and said they wait till the very last second. Here it is. It works out. She doesn't seem very confident in herself, but fire does does come on, and uh, and she saves the day. Uh, for now <laughs> again another like just like movie tv trick or whatever where she's like saying out the poem or whatever the hell to get her god Chant. to like yeah to come and it takes the last second for it to uh, activate it's like yeah like, the what, trope. what is it like it's like oh like we need you to like fully believe in our god or whatever it's like she's 400 years old like she believes like there's no like <laughs> right she, her faith was wasn't strong believed. enough the first eight yeah tries. yeah please fire please fire please fire like, <laughs> she's well, already you know, committed it could she's also be like one of those accepts. uh one of those captain marvel things i don't again i've not seen the movie so this is no spoiler but uh you know the thanos comes and collects all the stones snaps his fingers and kills half the population without her getting paged like, yeah, save, saving this ultimate person for like the last second yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There should be yeah, a well, I mean, Can we just you could say that for any Marvel movie? It's like whenever it's a standalone, like Ant Man. <laughs> like, hey, Iron Man, have you not heard that like there's another like world ender guy in town? Like, <laughs> I, I think I think yeah. what we like, should call it. We should give it a name, and we should call it Pacific Rimming. <laughs> oh god because they have the lightsaber that can kill the the yeah the, yeah that's the, true what they, they never them? use it kaisas or kaijus Kai, 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 yeah they have yeah. the lightsaber that can kill the kaijus and they wait until like all the robots are dead to use it decide, yeah. like i'm gonna know, last to it. effort use like the most powerful weapon we have <laughs> yeah that's the first thing i'm yeah if we get into a zombie apocalypse i'm not starting with like um a baseball bat like i'm gonna find a flamethrower and start with that like this idea that you like oh i'll try step one and and then my backup plan is ready not feeling it okay so now sansa has fled the battle doesn't by the way give anyone an update just gives a lot of grim looks to the curious people who've been yeah here in the crypt God, this like all right this is if we're going into sansa territory i'm not gonna be able to survive <laughs> i i just find her character not compelling really like well i mean you, there's you nothing going her, on in so the like, crypt what she's supposed to be is like a non like a not supernatural character she's supposed to be someone who like wins people over with her like human uh skills her gumption yeah, yeah she, her, she's yeah, grounded her, like, she's a very grounded person she, she's a gentle nice person and you would think, like, it's one of those things, like, oh, she goes down to the crypts and then, like, cradles, like, a baby and be like, oh, we're okay, don't worry. Like, but instead she just goes down there and says no words until she she and Tyrion are about to kill themselves. Yes. And uh, and then it, we flash from there to another scene of Bran and Theon. And so now we're... Uh... We're having some words for Theon. I'll turn on the closed captioning for you. I mean, 
I don't if we don't want to jump ahead, like I have nothing to say about this. It's mm. like they put they put five people in charge of like defending um, Yeah. Well, maybe defending actually the... we should we're looking at it the wrong way. We're looking at it taking it at face value that they they didn't really do much to protect their most important chess piece. But maybe it's actually not their most important chess piece because we can't come up with any reason why Bran is important. Like he doesn't contribute I'm... anything. Well, that we know of. Like, well, I don't know what he's here's, doing here's, with these Ravens. Here's what he contributes. He's a person who has the ability to see the pu- the future and the past. And he lets his all his friends and countrymen and entire army die for nothing. Doesn't seem like the type of guy I need help from. All right. Anyways. Here we go now. They're standing outside the fire. And then, my gosh, this bulletproof plan that we've already seen fail with the ice um fails again here with the fire they just build a zombie bridge to get over the flames and just like that melisandre's second act has failed so she's over two she's got a couple of strikeouts um and we're just 36 minutes into the show were we supposed to believe that this fire was going to stop them i guess so i mean i can't imagine what they were thinking, like how long it would hold them back. I mean, why aren't they firing? That's my question. Uh, this, now, oh, now they start firing. Yeah, okay. this is one of my favorite uh, pieces of this is that the uh, the archers need someone to tell them to loose. Like, hey, we're surrounded by zombies. <laughs> I'm just going to stand here with a quiver full of arrows until someone that's, you know, half a mile away yells out at their loudest that I should loose. Like, you're going to hear them, eh? But also that, like, I shouldn't be firing arrows before that? That, that happens a couple times. Yeah, there's, like, uh, instructions from Grey Worm. Like, everyone stand ready. And it's like, well, maybe people, like, five feet from you heard it's, you. But, it's like, like the... the entire, like, 10,000-man <laughs> army heard you. Like, no. That's my favorite part of Braveheart is, like, it's a shame that I think this that my brain works this way. But, like, he's riding back and forth, like, I am William Wallace. Right, he's ten feet tall. Like you know that whole thing, like yeah, only the front row heard him. He's galloping great distances. No one is loud enough to be heard without a microphone like that. But the whole crowd is just "Ah!" (laughs) yeah. What a great speech. Hey, what do you say? (laughs) (laughs) Who is that guy? I've never seen him before. I'm just some fucking peasant. I have a shovel to fight this battle with. Um, I all all of the unsullied stuff is like super dumb. Like I just don't. Uh, Miss Andy Grey Worm. Like I don't know what that is or why we care. That's love. Because like, I mean, there's we need minorities involved in love I stories. I accept that. I accept <laughs> that. Like they were like, wow, this is one fucked up like town that has never seen black people that that's like a good thing to point out but i just don't find them compelling because we don't know any of their like background personalities like and we do like so like one of the things like they brought up the other night was uh miss sandy's from nath or whatever and that that island is like uninhabitable (laughs) the fact that she's from there and like uh 
oh, I want to go back to this town that like literally is so isolated. No one's ever heard of it. Like, oh yeah, that that sounds cool. I'm like, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you there, Masande. I need to go back to the solitude of Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically that. <laughs> it's like I'm someone who really identifies with this like powerful like dragon lady. I want to go back to this like freaking yeah like tibet <laughs> like what the hell so now Makes we've sense. got the uh the whites climbing the walls they're telling them hold the wall because there was a lot of confusion about whether or not they should hold the wall or just give up the entire fortress <laughs> uh one of the things that uh yeah uh, i only i follow all the meta game of thrones like podcast twitter people and there wasn't enough of it but no one was like saying like why is there no like fire and pitch on the wall mm -hmm. like that they're defending it's like we know that they're like weak to fire capable of sustaining fire right you would think you'd have pitch and fire all over the place right yeah. For sure. Yeah, they had like no they had they had no wall defenses at all. And if you know anything about medieval history, they had tons of wall defenses back then. Yeah, you have like, like they, a castle that comes stock with like pits to hold the oil that you're gonna pour down from the top. Yeah. And not only that, they have murder holes where you drop huge rocks through and mm -hmm. it just will wipe out tons of people. Well, um, yeah, but here, I think I well, it, it was twice. It's twice now where like the giant just runs through like the gate. Mm, yes, useless. Yeah, so like it happened in the Battle of Winterfell. Like uh, yeah. one of the giants it's, just it's like not a runs very well through the wall. Gate, army. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you would think like, oh hey, we'll just lift this like two hundred pound like wooden bar to open the gates. Like you're about to have like a massive battle. That thing should be like reinforced. Ultra, yeah, fortified. Well, it should just be sealed. Because yeah, your whole should army should be, be inside in. yeah. the, the walls. Yeah. Although, not. honestly, you, they should have left. None of these people should still be defending this castle. <laughs> it's a hopeless battle. They should have all retreated to King's Landing. Um, well, they would have had to kill well, Cersei it's, first. It's debatable. Like, if, it, if it had been like described like Winterfell is where we won the last like night war yeah. or whatever... <laughs> You'd be like, oh, this must be a good place to be. Um, I don't think that's true. Because if, if we were under attack and someone told me, like, hey, the last time the British came after us, we beat them back in Boston. We threw their tea in this harbor, and we, and, we, and, we, and, we, and we won that one convincingly. So let's go do that same thing again. Let's go shoot them from the trees and hide in the bushes, and we'll take uh -huh. them out. This battle happened thousands of years ago no one is looking at this as some historical like... yeah but I, I also think like well if if we're gonna extrapolate to the books it makes sense because they can't like move resources it's the winter very quickly like, yeah. every, everyone just needs to like you know buckle down this is our fight here this castle has fallen so many times the idea that the night king could no. do what all these other yeah. clowns did Comical. It also makes no sense. Yeah, like Theon with ten people took Winterfell. <laughs> yeah, so it can't be. It cannot be half a million. 
Oh no, I, I said like a, a hundred thousand. I don't even think I would allow that. And well, you have to remember when Theon took it over, it was completely emptied out. There was no soldiers left. Yeah, there was basically bare bones. We're not soldiers, Tim, but if 10 guys showed up, we could probably rally together enough of a squad to hold them down. <laughs> how, much, how many people do you think are in Daily City? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they could take down the 10 most dangerous like <laughs> sailors in the world. Yeah. It, it's one of the things that like are purposely avoided is like and when people like talk about like military numbers like oh there were 40,000 Dothraki and 20,000 Unsullied's like do you know how many how much food that would take to like <laughs> feed those people it's like and as we know there's not you, much food Sansa was was sure to mention that yeah it's like yeah. it's the winter time there's no farms there's no crops and this town has been like burnt down like twice in the last <laughs> two three years so it's like there were no like harvesting seasons going on so it's like yeah like we're doomed all right we've been very critical about the show so i want to say something positive about the fact that gendry is now a main character we've really we've hit rock bottom he's sexy though he's he's christian bale's christian bale's uh teenage son yeah he he's yeah he just like openly like Oh yeah, I'm I'm Robert Baratheon's like bastard, like not gonna flex, but you know I'm an guy. It's like I'm that cool. I I just like I mean last year I I haven't liked the show in years, so uh, I don't know what to say. But like him in their plan of like going past the wall, it's like Gendry, you're the fastest. Run all the way back to the wall to like send a raven to. Daenerys, like, well, is that like two or three weeks? Like, how long is that gonna take? Like, <laughs> but and and, and a, yeah, three week journey. He wears out two blocks from the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't it like freezing weather, and he has no provisions or a horse or anything like nothing. So if here's... it's just walkable distance, like, what was taking the White Walkers? that long to move that far oh i mean they were at the you know ranger patrols in the yeah. first episode yeah the fit right they killed yeah the first episode they killed that guy and one of uh i mean this might be like a post discussion thing to talk about but like you know they vanquish the bad guys but we still have no idea what they were doing yeah yeah though that, yeah we'll get yeah. there we'll get there but i i want to not Make sure, make sure we didn't lose the fact that the Hound is now uh, a, like Palpatine. His face is melting. He's a coward beca- again because of the fire. Arya is pulling a freaking Zin Zhao over here and styling on these people <laughs> like it's fucking. Uh, did you ever play that game on PlayStation where you had just a pole axe and fought everyone? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, are you ta- are you talking about the the one that's supposed to take place in like uh, China where you um. Where you fight as like an ancient warrior and you're just running around just killing thousands of people with a spear yes that is what I'm um, about. is it bushido blade uh, no 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 that that's man what's that series called uh, i know exactly what you're talking about i think it was yeah, a samurai you're... one. Oh, was it a samurai oh, one i think if it is bushido blade the, the game of thrones portion of this show <laughs> um <laughs> I, I would agree that, like, one of the problems is that 
some of the characters have like gained godly skills, mm-hmm. but we're yeah. not really we're not sure what they really are. Like, so Bran is supposed to be like Omni, like he knows everything that's happening. He's Professor X. Arya like kills like the entire house, right? It's like, how did she do that? Like, that seems impractical. Like, what are her actual skills? She's an assassin. Yeah. It's like, that That makes sense. Like, she should be able to pick off, like, random people, like, face-changing. Just like the, the waif came up upon her and, like, on the bridge and, like, stabbed her. It's like, oh, that's unexpected. But, like, her being able to, like, kill thousands of people doesn't make sense. That's not what James Bond can do. I mean, we could give... I, I, I'm okay giving her credit for martial arts. I, I mean, she's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been more trained than Rey from Star Wars. Let me just put it that way. She, she can fight up several people. Rey but carried around also... a walking stick for a number of years while she was scavenging Tim. And when you carry no, around yeah. a stick right. for a long time, you're just bound to learn how to use it like Donatello. She, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, 100 pence, like, you, you know, you don't work out. You, like, work in a barn in the off-season. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know, lifting hay, like, that's a good workout. You, you pick up some things. Well, yeah. and, and it's also uh, this classic conundrum of the person who learns so quickly and, and develops such a high level of skill where we're, we're supposed to both believe that this type of training and skill that they have is incredibly exceptional, but at the same time, they learned it in about 15 minutes. Yeah, and that the people exactly. that have been were training like that for decades are at a disadvantage yep. somehow. It's the Ra's al Ghul story, where all of a sudden Christian Bale, who spent like two weeks in a in a cave, is now a better warrior than people who've devoted their whole lives to training under him. It's the same story as um, Mulan, where she is somehow able to develop abilities well beyond. <laughs> she you know, she's more yeah. motivated, Wes. Come on. Yeah. Right. That's she kills the, the Huns most powerful with little to no skill. Yeah, it's the same yeah. core of every story. Is like if you well, keep yeah, getting I mean, back right, up, so you win. The the Maisie Williams character, she's five one. Yeah. And Brienne, Brienne, she's she's a a big. She's girl. enormous. I'm, yeah, I'm she's okay. like six. Okay she's like six that. feet, it's six like, one. It's like I could slug Arya and knock her out with one punch, <laughs> and. <laughs> I have no skills. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> a million zombies. Like that's not like a sleuth, like, you know, skill, not something that you can like hide and like do agile maneuvers. It's just so dumb. All right. Well, let's, let's watch, um, Leona Mormont Mormont die. take down the giant. Pretty good. That was, that, that was pretty, that was pretty tough to watch. I actually really like Liana. Oh, of course, but you know, if if she's got to go, is there a better way to go than that? No. There is there isn't. is there a single person in this show who has a better death than she does? That that's no, a, yeah, not. like th- there's a song written about her. Like that's well, that's so funny that you say that. That's exactly what I said during little, when we were watching yeah, little, it the first time. Yeah, it's like little lady Liana kills a dragon. Like. That is the fucking song. It's a, you're a fucking legend. It's what like all the guys were hoping for. It's like, oh, I hope there's a song written about me. Yeah. And like she does it like with no hesitation. In, in, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's a like so like um, 
they want to kill off people and they should be doing it rapidly. And like all of them are hoping to have a death like that. But yeah, this little nine year old gets the one that they're all hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Instant, um, instant classic is what ESPN would call this. Yeah. So Danny is still flying around in the storm. I'm not, um, uh, I will like, uh, I'll, I'll nag this thing. Like it's a pretty cool looking in, scene right here. She gets her insides like crushed. Do you think she has the strength to like wield a, a dagger? Probably not. No. <laughs> well, where did yeah. she get the dagger? She was carrying an axe a moment before. Yeah. Yeah, she did was like he running did... headlong with like a yeah the, axe. the black yeah. and also like hatchet or whatever. I just want to tell you guys if if we're ever in a situation where one of you needs to come save me by surprise attacking someone who's tormenting or assaulting me maybe while you're running full speed at them don't roar yeah <laughs> you have to build your man above it. You to... <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make you any stronger and it really kind of ruins the surprise <laughs> badass you gotta yeah you gotta build your mana bar really this is the only way you explain that it's like yeah it's you're building your rage your uh <laughs> what 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 is, what is the def, like uh zed and akali yeah, what is energy. It? it's well, energy yeah build your energy well well i mean i mean uh renekton has his rage bar yeah yeah, yeah and there bar. you go and bar. <laughs> yeah that's what she was doing she had to get to mega liana Me mega nar <laughs> <laughs> okay ari is now hiding in the in the library this is one of the worst scenes. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Why? Why? Why we watch that? Other than that, like it's tense. Which yeah, the whole thing is tense. So um, I'll I'll say that like I hate the show, but I I still have like feelings for everyone. It's like oh no, don't kill Arya, don't kill. <laughs> but like I, it doesn't make sense. You were never scared but, for like, Arya though, right? No. Um. There is one moment in this library thing that, like, I had to, like, pause and go get a drink was when she's, like, she's leaking it out of her brain and there are a couple, like, dots of blood coming out and it creates a noise. And one of the white white things yeah, come yeah. over to look at her and she's, like, looking right at this thing's ankles and then, like, a split second later... She's gone. He's, she's gone. Yeah. yeah she like disappears. Like, that's what, the what power that? of the being a faceless man. You're nobody. Yeah. What is that skill where you just like go in a completely away with no noise <laughs> and he didn't notice that you moved? I mean, that's it's rogue. It's rogue stealth. Really. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Why doesn't she just use that all the time then? It's OP. It is. Yeah. She should just her, travel like that. Her ult. Her ult ran off. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it her ult off. I hate, I hate. It's one of those like movie tropes where like. Yes, yeah, like it's, uh, yeah. You look they're, away they're for hiding a moment. In the, closet, the bus drives by and, and the person's gone. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, yeah. You're hiding in the closet and the bad guy like looks in the closet and you're not in the closet anymore. It's like, well, how did well, you move? It's like, what happened? Like, or, or it's one of those tropes where you open the mirror. Some say somebody's in the bathroom. You open the mirror, nothing's there. 
then you close the mirror, then yeah. uh, you can see somebody yeah, behind you. Yeah, you snap and someone's right there. It's like, yeah. you didn't hear them come in? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you didn't feel them there? That would never yeah. work I'll... on me because I turn around as if someone is sneaking up on me all the time. And there's never anyone there. <laughs> so if there ever was someone, I would definitely see them. No, there there was too many like tropey things that so like in in the library. Well, all we know about the zombies is that they're like bloodthirsty, fucking running all over the place, like doing crazy shit. And then like all of a sudden they're like slowly like detective vising like the library. It's like, mm. ooh, like let's check every nook and cranny very slowly. Don't knock over then, the overdue then, books. Yeah, and then a book flies. Up. Oh, a book! A book! A book! like can they not like smell a human like 10 feet from them she's not a human army she's no one oh no one never mind sorry you forgot (laughs) stupid what was i thinking and by the way you would think if she has the power to take on any face why not dress up as the night king hey where you're jumping too far ahead all right so now we've got the the zombie is assaulting, assaulting her taken out by a flying sword which it's amazing how often they throw swords and daggers in this show and they always hit the blade, never the handle. I, I have to say, if, if you've ever gone axe throwing or or maybe sword throwing, I would imagine it's similar. It's pretty damn hard to hit something with the pointy end. Wes, you are one of the greatest athletes I've ever known. But um, Yeah, I was waiting for the butt you couldn't hit. I'm, I'm, I'm shot <laughs> you, you can't throw a dagger like 30 feet like exactly where you want it to be in it was the last episode right where Arya like throws like three daggers into like yeah a, in the same spot both. yeah almost i exactly it's like what are her skills like, she has what aren't her skills is a better question. <laughs> yeah it's like if you could do that like this zim is a hundred to one that the night king wins well, how about how oh, about we, we, we have a girl that can throw fucking daggers like pinpoint like 40 feet in front of her it's like i want to know something here so this scene yeah. this scene that we're watching now is uh beric dandarian uh sacrificing himself to save everyone by blocking the door with his mm-hmm. arms like a scarecrow mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and taking multiple stab wounds and, yep. and continuing he's and, able to crawl back into the yes into he's, the he's yeah. you know he's able to recover from all the stab wounds as soon as they've gotten away Arya and the hound he gets back to his feet while all the people who've been stabbing him are presumably still there <laughs> they're fine yeah. they're presumably still there they've sustained no injuries if anything he's in worse shape you would think uh and he's able to get away into the is this are they in the crypt yet or are they just no, they're in the Stark's like main room. Okay, so they're in the living room, and Melisandre has been mm-hmm. waiting there this whole time. Didn't didn't want to help them with anything, but just wanted to wait and give them the heads hey, up. Well, I mean, we skipped, or well, it has to be by now. We've seen Tyrion downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And it's crept. like, what is he doing? Like, right. well, he's got to be safe. A... We had there was a conversation about that. He's got to be safe in case they win. Yeah, yeah. But need it, his it feels like he is. Like Varys is not. He's like a overweight old guy who has no military like brain. Oh come on! You were saying that you could knock Sansa or uh, Arya around with uh, your uh, no, but I'm just saying like Tyrion has been in the open field in battle. Like, Tyrion why got like Tyrion. Tyrion gave up first blood in his own fountain. He died <laughs> instantly yeah, he... in that battle. 
<laughs> hey, I'm but, saying like he wouldn't be, but I think like he could be out on the battlements for like a little bit. Be like, hey, we should retreat and light the oil trench. You gotta thing. give other people a chance. Man. I think he's only downstairs because they need him to interact with Sansa and Littlefinger or uh, Barris. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they need a... him down there to bounce off. Right. They also also we, we've established they're they're not particularly strong military tacticians like that, yeah they've they're, already they're, failed their planning sure. is pretty much back of the okay. napkin at best but it, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's a plan it's just like self-assigned like oh i'll be in the front line like who who told sam that he should be in the front line fighting no one do yeah, you remember this... last episode they were trying to tell him like sam we don't want you you're useless. And then he's like, he's like, I was the first one to kill a White Walker. So now here's here's one of the better callbacks um, of the many that that are received from Arya here, and that's Melisandre reciting the same lines from season two, one. Uh, that's season one. That's Serial Pharrell. Oh, I have no idea. I, what I do got... we say to the god of death? No, no, not that not line. Today. I'm talking about when she says, "Oh, that season, uh, that season two, no um, when she finally runs into the Brotherhood without banners." Remember? I yeah. have. The... Um, it's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. When she's off Gendry for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's season two. Yeah, I have the. No, I have the... That, that's much later. I think it's like season. Four. Is it? Is it season three? I season have four? the image. I think it's four. No, need, no need to worry. I have the image. I just sent it to you guys. It's from uh, season three, episode six. The season three. Okay. Melisange meets Arya and says to her, "Yeah, I'll see you again or something." I see yeah. the, in that darkness, eyes staring back at me. Brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes, mm, yes. eyes you'll mm -hmm. shut forever. Mm -hmm. And here it is yes. again, and blue eyes, and and so now we've seen Melisandre again. She's She's sitting on a real solid 0 for 2 with two interceptions, I would say. <laughs> I mean, we can't... The fire really came up short. I would say that uh, could not have re really could not have failed more miserably. And yet, and perhaps this is, again, a theme, a theme of, the, of, of TV and, and movie making that uh, they could not resist. The human condition steps up here, and she's able to, through nothing but her words motivate aria and so and of course this is the last we see of aria until until her big scene and uh and mm -hmm. we're and if you watch the uh producer producer commentary at the end they say that's intentional they wanted you to forget that this scene took place mm -hmm. because of the flurry of action that follows mm -hmm. and so now we're looking at the flurry of action and we get your favorite scene army we're inside the godswood Blue Dragon has arrived. Freezing Night King is in the house. And uh, and he and Theon are going to have some time together as soon as I fast forward through. More of, uh, more of this business where Night King survives the fire from the dragon that we had no reason to believe would kill him. Except that they are killed by Dragonglass. So that's a bit confusing to me. Maybe yeah, that, there for none, none of that is really explained. Not none of the mythology is explained. Well, they established. Why are they? 
Why are they going? I think it's falsely explained here. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the macro side of it, but like the micro here of like, hey, we spent a lot of time talking about how important Dragonglass is to killing White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And now you have Dragon Fire, which fire. creates Dragonglass, mm-hmm. unable to damage him. Yep. Seems like a problem smiling. here. He's a smiling this guy. Is... He's like, haha, you idiots. I knew you would try yeah, this. Yeah, and, and similar to my earlier question, were either of you at all worried that he was going to die from the dragon fire? No. It was, it was just one of oh those God, scenes God, where they're like, wonderful. yeah. This, or like it was supposed to be like that cool scene. This is yeah. the, um, you know, one of the many Terminator 2000 scenes where like you're shooting... Um, the guy that ended up yeah, being buddy. in X-Files and the bullets just go through him. Uh, whatever. Patrick Stewart. Whatever. No, no, not Patrick Stewart. Uh, it was no, Sean Patrick. It was a... Uh, oh, um, yeah. You're losing credibility. Don't know this guy's <laughs> name. Come on, yeah, Tim. Well, the one that can warp into like liquid metal. His name like, well, is Robert Patrick. It's a T- Robert Patrick, sorry. And is, uh, like, he's a what? T-1000. T-1, T-1, I remember. T-1. Yeah. It's like T one thousand. Yeah, the bullets yeah. are just like. Yeah, just like, sticking in the You're not really yeah. doing anything. Because like, he's liquid alloy. Um, yes. So. But yeah, the the. I don't. I don't. Know what's going to happen in the books, and I think it is probably a liability, for George to write about something like a night, night king guy, because like. What is like you want it to be low fantasy, but if this guy is like, you know, bringing things back from the dead, he's like riding a dragon. He probably has like huge powers, but like, how do you like personify that? Like, how do you like identify with something like that? And yeah, he he might struggle with that, but the show definitely failed. I don't think like. Oh, I hope that the Knights King wins. Like you always want, like in a battle, like you want to be interested in both sides. And there was nothing about the other side that was all that interesting, respectable yeah. or interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because I mean, it's just like pure evil, right? Like yeah. there is no, there's no, there's no push pull, no no push pull between the two parties that are engaged, and no clear like motivation. The... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we needed an explanation for why the fuck they're coming down now. What if it was a global yeah. warming thing? Like our climate in the cold north <laughs> is melting. We need to change another climate. Another yeah. kaiju esque explanation. It's very possible. I mean, that's what made the Battle of the Bastards so engaging because there were so many, not only just the battle between Ramsay and John itself was also you had the intermingling with Sansa. Then you had the Rickon, um, Rickon Stark also subplot added on to that. And, and also you, you knew that the Eerie was going to play some role, but you just didn't know what yet. And so there was like all these things that were kind of up up in the air in that battle, that, which kept it interesting all the way through, kept you engaged. So now, now the old Starks are coming back to life. This is a bit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have an explanation for who any of these people are? Oh, um, the old old Stark. Everyone that is lords and ladies. The crypts should be dust. 
Right? Yeah, they should have <laughs> disintegrated long ago. Because they, uh, in the books, they don't have Ned's bones. Uh, Rickon's not yeah. dead, obviously. Liana is not someone they bring back. So, like anyone that's like a hundred plus years old is just dust. You're like skeletons don't survive that long, even if you have like a hermetically sealed like. Yeah, they could be mummies. No. Okay, so you hold think- on. No. Let's. I no, I'm just I'm trolling you, but um. So. But yes, n- none of that. It like, it was so heavy-handed that they the mummy yeah the mummy starks were gonna come back because last episode was like oh the the safest place to be is in the crypts yeah. let's go down to the crypts the crypts are super safe wouldn't like, occur to anyone okay, that someone who could raise clearly. the dead would have an advantage there <laughs> exactly it's one of those like unspoken things about like hey our enemy is like undead don't like it's... expect them to be like dead forever like don't like underestimate that they're gonna come back like in the next 15 seconds if the context of the show was completely different and that scene was executed exactly the same way it could totally be one of those like incredibly comical fast and furious lines where they're like well that's gonna be tough that guy's as big as a rock and it's the rock question Question. (laughs) how how did how did John not get burned there? Like, like literally, like, he's throwing fire right on top of him. He's a Targaryen, just like Danny. They should have. Oh. He can give that fire. They sh- oh. they showed that we're he can get burned. Pretty far ahead, but like, there's a lot of like, if uh, we can just open up the the thing, it's like John did nothing and Danny did nothing, except cause problems like this. Her her dragon is taking losing a lot of HP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and, oh, man there's so many things jorah fucking like has like a a bell moment like oh a bell goes off like danny's in trouble let's run all the way to the front lines of the battle and oh we saw danny though she has one of those life alerts on her hip yeah <laughs> oh, danny's in trouble give me 20 minutes and i'll be there I'm like what the fuck and then uh uh there's yeah uh aria's like disappearing and then in the godswood thing it's like what what is the like transport time of that and like why did she have like an alert like oh i forgot we were supposed to defend bran like i'll (laughs) kill the entire like night's watch well again and and we'll go back well i mean it keeps sort of flashing in and out so we haven't stopped on it but you know, Theon is, they're closing in on Bran, right? So he's, he's warged into a bunch of birds and they're closing in on him. And what is he doing? What is he doing with the birds? You don't know. No. Uh, he's just, he's just flying in, with the ravens the entire time. It, it, it actually, to me, the only plausible explanation is he wants to see what's going on. <laughs> Which is like, he just, he wants a different view. He wants to watch from TV. Um, Bran is, oh, he's boosted. Whatever. He's boosted. It's like, um, oh, this is an ultra powerful guy, but we don't really see him do anything that's supernatural. He doesn't help anyone. In this episode, he doesn't, like, in, I don't, it wasn't last year, was it the year before? No, the the Hodor moment where he's like, Mm hold the door. Yeah. Yeah. He goes into the past and like brain fucks a guy to save himself. 
Mm-hmm. We, we don't see him do anything like that. So it's like, what is he actually doing? I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe maybe later on they're going to show what Bram was doing that yeah, entire time. Maybe. I don't, I don't mean, think they can't retroactively after the battle well, be like, oh, I think, yeah. So I think they can. Uh, <laughs> and I think <laughs> and I think they will. I don't know that they'll explain that, but I, I do think that's how we'll find out what the Night King's motivations in history were. I, is that well, they're going mean, to go through That's Bram's always been brain. speculated that like the last chapter of whatever book George writes will be narrated by Bran because he's the only one that can see, see forward and backward. But I, I he, Bran hasn't really displayed that skill. Like he hasn't honed that either. Like there was last year where like he sees like Aris in like uh, you know blowing up King's Landing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's only like in like specs. Yeah, he can't even things. tell that. Um, you know, he needs Sam to explain to him that John is the is is Aegon. Yeah, he's not he's not really like putting it together like as omnipresent yeah. as you would think he would be. But it, you know why? Because the Night King burned down Cerebro. <laughs> he doesn't have the tree anymore. The tree had to be part of the power, right? He needs a a tutor. Yeah. Okay. So before we move on to this fight scene, uh, I did want to mention uh, very quickly. Let's let's not dwell on this. I know we're going quite long. We're over an hour already. Um, a this romantic moment between. Tyrion, Tyrion and Sansa, and, Sansa. and, yeah, and B the weird. fact that is there is there a character, uh, you know, and I'm just, I'm gonna use it because it's so obvious. Is there a character whose presence in the show has been more castrated than Varys? That guy was no, a real he, power he broker. He was he a real power nothing. broker for a while there, and he hasn't done anything. Well, it was the same with Littlefinger too. Yeah, Littlefinger and and Varys, they were basically the behind the scenes drivers of everything. Yeah. And now they've basically been relegated to nothing it's over the last couple yeah. seasons. It's it's fair. That's one of the like um, something you can probably figure out that that's what uh, George wants to imply is that like you know during real war, um, you know these like politico people actually don't matter, and they've overvalued the thing that they they do best. Um, but one of the problems is that you can probably assume that George didn't tell them what they were going to do with Littlefinger and Varys. So these idiots don't know, they don't have the brain power to make something up that would make sense or be interesting. Cause like, yeah, I mean, Varys, like why even be there? Like he should just be killed. Yeah. Well, you know what like, say, you know what he says when he ha- he has something to do in King's Landing, so that's why he's still alive. Yeah, he's gonna die in King's Landing. I I'm not sure how he's gonna die. But... Whose side whose side is he on, anyways? Right. Well, I mean, we'll get to that, I guess, at the end. But the only answer to that it varies. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So. But yes, Varys is bad. Like he also has. Not done anything for years. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, I, yeah. That's he, he, his last uh, was it last season or the year before? Like he's like allying with the Tyrells and the Martell. Yeah, season six. End yeah, of season like six. Fire and blood, and then they're yeah. all dead. Like two 
two episodes two episodes later, later. Like, <laughs> oh you're a genius like she got like <laughs> two major houses killed like immediately he hasn't done yeah. anything like mentally like challenging for for years so now John yeah basically is... season six episode 10 was the last thing he ever did so john is convinced here that he's going to kill the dragon and get to bran before the night king can kill theon and get to bran <laughs> and here it is again theon defending to the death um his step cousin i'll call him uh, stepbrother, maybe. Uh, well, now we've got Jorah dying here. Couldn't, could not care less about this character, by the way. It, I don't know if you guys have any opinion about him. He's not someone who's ever inspired any sort of emotion from me, other than sort of like, oh, this guy's a bit creepy. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Jorah? Jorah. Uh, Jorah. Oh, I mean, he, he drove, he drove significant parts of the story. I mean, he brought he brought Tyrion into the fold, into Daenerys's circle of friends. I mean, he he was a somewhat a story driver. I mean, especially in the first season um, with the Dothraki. But I mean, it wasn't like he was super relevant. Yeah. But but was was he ever someone you really cared about? Like no, not particularly. I don't want to lose this I, character. Like there have been a lot of characters that I was disappointed when they met their end. This is not one. Yeah, of like them. Rob. Is like I was disappointed when Rob died, but, but oh come on, Tim. Rob does not even—he's <laughs> not even a top ten regret for me. Rob, really? In to, the Red to, Wedding. To the quality of the show, I put Tywin above that. I put. But I mean, like well, in the Oberyn, moment, were you not like stunned? What, what with? Sorry, I didn't hear. That. When when Rob dies in the Red Wedding, you weren't like stunned and sad. Um. No, I did not like his character. Really? So it it did not it did not resonate as much with me. He's a wholesome, good-looking guy. He was too <laughs> much of the like um popular guy to John's unpopular guy to be super likable. He was a he was a paragon. He, he was, was uh, the Paul I mean... Walker to Jon Snow's Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> I I think um there's a lot of characters that should have died in the realistic world we were supposed to accept. There were several times where like Sam is like like writhing on the floor. Yeah, Tormund. Like, zombie battle. If he died, I'd be like, that's sad. He's a nice guy. He shouldn't even be there. Okay, so here's here's your favorite scene from the entire episode, Army. You're a good man. Let's let's actually freeze it right on that. Because I think we should talk about this. And uh, I think I replied to your comment uh, on Twitter. This is the, the Deckard Shaw moment for the, right. show, for the show. Where we are now expected to forgive Theon, who... I mean, no. you want to list off his list of crimes? Um, well, he kills two villagers, uh, supposed, like, trying to pre pretend they're Rickon and Bran. So he's killed like, children. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, good. They didn't kill Bran and Rickon. It's like, no, you just killed two innocent Two kids. randoms, yeah. That's and then he really, killed the... That's even worse, really. <laughs> and then, He killed the master at arms. Um, Beheads him. The, the thing is, is that, like, in the previous episode, we're supposed to pretend that, like, eight-year-old Arya 
from season one is now an 18-year-old girl. But we're also supposed to think that Theon's actions were like a decade ago. But they were really only like a year or two ago. <laughs> it's like, oh, you like had massive war crimes only like two years ago. But it's forgiven because you grew up in our neighborhood. You ended up in the right place. Yeah. And all of Theon's stuff has been weird as fuck because like last year there was the, you know, big like uh battle with some other Greyjoy guy and he like started kicking him in the nuts. And that somehow strengthened him. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I have no penis now, so I'm ultra strong. It's, it's like no, you you would have like scars and that would hurt anyway. Like yeah, and he plays. Like your if I just part of your body, if I just walked up behind you and kicked you in the back as hard as I could, yeah, that's not your nuts, but you're going down. Right? Yeah, that still hurts. Like that's part of your body. I, like I don't care what is going on down there. It's like some guy just yes. kicked you three times in the shin. You'd be like, oh, I'm, I can't walk anymore. Like, I don't know no. about you, Army, but if this... you were to, if you walk up and punch me in the arm, I will just get stronger. This is my strength. <laughs> I have no penis. Like, it's like, what the fuck? But, all right, so the Theon stuff, they clearly don't have, they didn't have a plan for, like, what is this character? Because they're all, like, bro guys the people who are putting on the show so they don't know a guy who can like emotionally like figure out like oh i'm not a bro like i need to use my brain or like be sympathetic or something other it's like no i'm gonna make him extra bro he knows how to like shoot arrows and like fight to the death with the knight's king it's like nah that that's not his character hasn't been for years that was they but, wanted the the showrunners wanted to give him a respectable ending. Yeah, yes. basically they they wanted to give him a good death. That's Not what it was. Yeah, well, only men would fight so stupidly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could I convince you to run at the night king? It makes no sense. That's not even well, your best. What, what bet. is what is what percentage is that attempt? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if you if you had thrown the spear with like 400 people around you he entered <laughs> this guy just this and, guy and just ran it down so fucked up because like brand's like i need you to in <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb as fuck i'm gonna do like, this to you guys in game next time like i'm gonna fucking tom kench you into them and i'm just gonna say like you're a thank good you. man i'm just i'm gonna say you're a good man thank you <laughs> did, did, did you did you see this scene by the way did you see this scene where uh, where Danny kind of pushes Jorah into a blade to block herself? Yeah. Oh yeah. She, like, it kind of throws Jorah in the way. I was, no, like, I was like, damn. Jorah meant to do that. Yeah, he jumps. Oh uh, yeah, that's dude. The fucking this is all right. Yeah, she, he pushes her back. You saw in it. in Game of Thrones, George was a big thing about like dueling. Yeah, sure. There's good duelers, and they could beat. 2v1 they could you know maybe 
3v1 right. like the best of the, the best the only one the 3v1 was the greatest swordsman in history right exactly and then like fucking everyone in the show is like a hundred to oneing like well look zombies. at this look at the scene look at the scene that we're talking about so yeah Jorah like and Jorah it. is stabbed to, like he has no internal organs no no forget that forget forget the fact that that doesn't kill him look what happens here danny danny steps in and overpowers yeah, he's, this guy. He's fighting with the sword. It's like, mm, look at this. She's like, they're five, equals wrestling five, over this. Yeah, no, her using a sword was pathetic. She's she. It's like that's not her skill. That's she, not like something. Yeah, she is. Should, she is Natalie Portman in Star Wars. Yeah, you should. You shouldn't put her in a place where she has to do physical. Combat. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that like women can't do that i'm just saying that like that hasn't been her skill that hasn't right. been what you know you mean you somebody who's 411 105 pounds right. can kill she white can. walkers she's not intimidating <laughs> she maybe can barely lift that sword a lot of so. comments, exactly a lot of comments on the quality of the night king's fingernails does the night king trim his fingernails oh they're look very like it. They're very well manicured. I, <laughs> very well groomed. That. Sure. Yeah, they're very um, scaled. Um, They've been filed. Someone is filing these yeah, nails. Yeah, very, very tight. <laughs> yeah. Somebody on the sidelines is like, well, Mr. Night King, you got I've this. I resurrected a... <laughs> One of the zombies is a Vietnamese woman. Who's <laughs> going to... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea like i, I feel like <laughs> i feel like there should have been a moment like uh it was like i think it was two seasons ago where they had um that guy like take the baby and go back and like turn it into a white yeah where did they all go that they needed a 15 minute segment of like explaining their society even yeah, like, how and, how and they grow into white white walkers? Matter, yeah, they could have done anything. They could have said anything about like, oh hey, like we feel like we're being oppressed or something. <laughs> like that's why we're coming here to rebel. Just anything to explain what they were doing, or not even that. Just like three hundred years ago, this is what this this you know society was doing or anything would have felt better why is there no conversation here are we just he's never i mean obviously he never talks but like yeah this seems I mean, like a moment where there should be some communication about what's nah. what this, this is all about this scene this scene makes brand worthless what was brand doing the entire time i mean i think what we're supposed to take away is that this entire terrible plan is intentional from Bran because it's the only way to get the Night King to expose himself to Arya. But well, yeah, he's right, done the Doctor he, Strange. He doesn't know that every... Arya will be there. He doesn't know Arya will be there. Arya's like dies practically. Like no, Bran knows. Times. That's the thing. He has. Well, right. He's sure. done the Doctor Strange. There's only one path that yeah. gets me <laughs> that success, gets the Night yeah. King exposed to someone who could kill him, and this is it. We let everyone die, and I let him come. You know, up to give me a kiss, and uh, and when he pulls his sword out, Arya stabs him. Wes, well, I will accept that. Okay. And so. in the episode, he said like, 
this is gonna get ugly but like, i this, know this what is I'm, the only way but i i know what i i'm doing yeah this is the only but way. like his only moment in the episode is him like sending birds into the war well, and then like not telling anyone anything it's well, like, let's give oh let's i give... sold them all Let's give him the, the the three remaining episodes. Maybe he'll do some explanation. There'll be some scene where he talks about, you know, why the things went that way. Someone, maybe someone calls him out on it. Hey, no, everyone hey, died for you, hey. buddy. And he says that was the only way. No. I, I don't accept that um, type of storytelling. People, uh, for years, people are like, oh, you have to see the end of the season to like know what they were actually doing but like for years they haven't done anything that's been like oh it paid off like three episodes later Hmm. they they aren't capable of like making something like oh you remember something that happened a season or two ago like oh that makes sense now it's like no it's all face value you know exactly what happened all right so now now we've got the moment he goes for the sword. Arya is behind him. She's very close to him. He turns instantly and grabs her by the arm. At literally probably about a couple of inches from putting the knife, the Valyrian steel through his face. A lot. Of, um. A lot of people are just like, "Where did she come from? How did yeah, she, she fly? Teleported. How did she learn how to fly? That's probably a good one." Well, I mean, so Bran is surrounded. Right, where did she? Yeah, how she? Leon has died. Where did Arya come from? Yeah, how'd she avoid all the White Walkers that were literally barricading? Yeah, she that was area. like barely avoiding the like zombies, like let alone the like God White Walker people. So like, how did she get in there? I like that he can react instantly to her leaping full speed at him and grab her before she can stab him. But he can, but yeah. when she drops oh, the... Oh, you, you dropped the knife? Wow, yeah. that's so impressive. <laughs> like, I'm not fast enough for that. Like, wow. Exactly. He just um, looks, up, looks up, looks down. It's like very, very slow. No, and luckily, yeah. he's not wearing any armor at all. <laughs> and it goes, yeah. it just instantly hits him right in the gut. I mean, who designed the, the this white, thing? The White Walkers are nerfed not very interesting they didn't do anything very exciting in this last one right the the ice dragon that like blew up the wall could like barely like do anything in winterfell well you know what you you literally blew down the magic wall and then your ice dragon is like trying to like blow up winterfell and can't and and if your whole goal is to kill bran just let the dragon do it yeah or they, let they your army do it why do you have to do it could have done it from a distance yeah but because bran was so wide open he's like oh this is a free win i'm gonna take it like, <laughs> well you, you know what there we're the uh the living are very lucky that uh the night king's tunic was designed by galen urso <laughs> He's he he was looking yeah this is a nice fashion look you know it's zero degrees but uh, everyone is wearing like did you whiff that reference army hmm? did you whiff that reference I know Tim got it it's from Rogue One yeah get, so uh, Death, Death Star yeah okay. Michael okay. 
Madsen, no. But yeah. the... uh, Mad Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Once again, so so now once again we've got the the glorious only way to stop the entire army is to kill the leader, and yet the leader puts himself in harm's way unnecessarily. This is yeah. a ninety nine to one chip lead uh, <laughs> that that you decided to bluff it's, all in and then uh, fold your hand before it was even flipped. It's bad because they didn't like so last year they do their trip north to like capture the zombie and there's the a wait. scene where like they kill one of the guys and the zombies like all disappear. disappear. Yeah. It's like how did you know that? Like you didn't know that. Like Well that was them learning it, right? Yeah, that was the first time they realized that it had that effect on it. How about the fact that Jorah is still But that standing? was like a major point was like, oh, we know this is how that works. It's like, well, it was a major like we needed that to happen for it to work. I need an explanation so, to how he's still standing here. Well, what didn't make sense about that part in season seven was that in season five at Hard Home, that's not what happened. Remember when John killed a White Walker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did not see that occur when yeah, he killed that like White Walker. A bunch of like soldiers fell down. Well, it's only the main one. Sudden, yeah. It's only the main one, right? No, it's it's the it's like if you're the vampire and you like. Oh, if you're the one who turned them. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever you turn dies. Got it. Got it. Okay. So mm-hmm. so this is a great scene right here. So first, Jorah is standing, which is, you know, it's been a while with with those enormous stab wounds. <laughs> But he's standing through, you know, through perseverance until Danny needs it. But this right here, I don't think I heard this when I first <laughs> when I first watched the show. Yeah, he I'm says, hurt. I'm hurt. No, this really. is tremendous. This is a great line. I think you only have fourteen stab wounds. I think it's a great. It's a great. It's such a great <laughs> line that if if one of us is, you know, God forbid one of us ever dies of, is dying. of wounds, but like I think you have to go to each other to utter these words. I'm hurt. Like, I, I, think I need a band-aid. It is one of those things that like, <laughs> if you were it is like a Teddy Roosevelt type thing. I, I don't, I'm sure this isn't true, but like one of those things that would go into legend about someone like that is like his final words are I don't feel so good or like something. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, that, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> just just I don't a, think I feel so hot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hmm, that wasn't good. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, very like underplaying like what's actually happening. Again, just the Jorah stuff. I don't like that character and felt like he should have died years ago. But this whole like drama of him defending Danny was pathetic. <laughs> I'm like I'm, the whole zombie stuff is pathetic you've got bran uh you got brianne and jamie like and pod like fighting off like zombies up against the wall this is great this is great we just saw in two flashes of the camera all seven of our you know seven heroes oh, seven, left. the top seven yeah. people who were at risk outside of the crypt all survived like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's actually, just imagine, right, yeah, just yeah. imagine, like, the equivalent of this is, you know, there's some terrible attack in San Francisco, 
and the there's whatever it is the whoever's attacking us they lose the battle but you know we inflict heavy casualties and you know i'm walking down market street everyone is dead oh hey there's armies and then we just yeah and then i cross i cross second and all of a sudden there you you fuckers are on the corner like (laughs) yeah the three of us have survived and it's like what are the odds no one else made it no one else that's the problem right is that like what i was saying earlier is that like it's supposed to be low fantasy and you've got people who are like supposedly fighting for like hours yeah with zombies you're gonna die from infection like you (laughs) like it's like you you're gonna die from hypothermia like you've been out in the winter for like zombies could just spit on them and they would probably die from whatever (laughs) diseases they're carrying yeah it it's this uh, the it was two seasons ago where Arya gets stabbed a million times in the stomach and thrown yep. into like she's fine Venice Venice yeah. River. It's like you have like hepatitis C and you're dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you do, not, you do not come back yeah. and like heal. We there was no medicine back then. Like the, the you just slowly men provide all the healing you need. <laughs> yeah, it's like. The, um, the like, yeah. yeah, the medieval like fighting and like setting stuff just disappears with yeah. John walking there like, oh hey, there's Sam. Hey, there's you know Gendry. Hey, what's up, bro? Like, good luck out there. Like, I'll see you in a minute. Like, am, am like, I the only one that of could... the forty thousand people, the eight people we know are alive? Yeah, is is this this is a terrible scene, right? The one where the Drogon just wraps around them. He's cuddling them. She, I was very uncomfortable because I thought she was going to kiss him. It, it just, it was too much for me. <laughs> Trying to put too much. They're really, it, it felt to me like, hey, we've tried to make you care about this character for eight years. And here's our, and you haven't given us one indication that you want more Jorah. And we're going to just empty the holster right here with with as much Jorah love as we could possibly come up with and i still didn't care i i feel like um one of the things about ian glenn the 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 actor is that they were grateful that that person hung on with the show because like he should have died of grayscale like three years ago but they were like no oh shit we got this guy like let's keep him on like He's, yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, it's like this is like one of our best like castings. Like we got to keep him alive. Like same with Barris. Uh, like they, same oh, with yeah. Littlefinger. They same said it in the in the um the commentary that they Liana Stark or uh, Liana Mormont was meant to be a one episode one scene character. Yeah, they they fall in love with with the the actors that they have, and it isn't really part of their long-term like story plans they're just like oh i would like to have more beers with this guy for a couple years like so let's keep him alive with supposedly like aids so now oh i cured it now the red woman now the red woman leaves the city you know her work here is done she she threw two pick sixes to start off the battle (laughs) and then gave a good halftime speech and now she decides it's time to remove the heart of the ocean. 
<laughs> yeah. That is so bad. <laughs> That's a great fucking comp. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that. That's good. Yeah, it's like, well, like, the first 400 years were pretty good. Like, I don't want to see year 500, so I'm going to take off my <laughs> necklace and I'm done. <laughs> It's it's the same like we have the discussions with like superhero movies like who, what is their mana pool like what is this yeah like, what is like the explanation for their powers like she should have been like one sentence all these things I always feel like there can be one sentence that explains what happened if she turned to Davos and been like I was this was the thing I was here for. And she like walks off and takes off her clothes and dies. You'd be like, "Oh, okay, so she ran out of power and this was it." Right. But she just walks off and takes off the powerful necklace, and we're supposed to like assume that or something. It's like, well, because she's taken it off in the past, and she looked ill, but she was fine. Like she woke up the next morning, put it back she was on. Like four hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, She's, but she, uh, she Tim, keeps Tim, necklace when I on. see you in like a hundred years and you're like shriveled and just this like. But if she kept the I'm necklace like, on, you look necklace. fine, dude. You look fine. <laughs> well, I mean, she was fine enough to put the necklace back on and sleep the entire night with it That's off. True. Yeah, she, yeah, she crawled into bed and slept. I don't know why, but that if, is. If she, if she keeps the necklace on, we assume she lives continuously. forever. Right? I mean, until. Yeah. So why take it off? Well, you need one sentence. This isn't the first like, time my seen... power ran out. I mean, this I isn't the big... first time we've seen an all-powerful artifact discarded for nothing. Less... No, no. Do I need Stop to pumping this to no. other bad? <laughs> Do I need to remind you of the story of the of the Elder Wand? <laughs> <laughs> there, Harry. Yeah. I I I don't want you to forget to the you know the the battle of. Uh... The Battle of Hogwarts, in which the uh, the Deathly Hallows were, you know, after the culmination of the fight, discarded mm. into the abyss yeah. so that no one could capture that power. Yeah. So now it, my question it, for you is, Davos saw this happen. Does he go get mm -hmm. the necklace? Probably not. <laughs> oh, shit. Free uh, loot. Loot? <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's getting up there in age, man. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Davos, hey, where was Davos in this fight? He uh, was, he was hanging air, out. He was the air traffic controller. That yeah, he was just hanging out watching Arya the entire time. Yeah, he, I, he was like trying to wave down uh, Daenerys for a little bit. <laughs> but then he like disappears. It's like he sees like Melisandre. Like, don't kill me. I'm gonna, I'm already dead. And then he like disappears and then comes back. He is like he has half a hand. He's never <laughs> been in a fight, and he survives against the zombies as well. If he puts on the necklace, do his fingers grow back? Probably not. Yes. No, yeah. Sure. You think so? She think I, so? she goes from four hundred year old lady to the most. I think beautiful he's person a twenty five year old like spry ship guy now. Immediately. Yeah, he, he basically don't... transforms into Gendry. And, yeah. he, and, he, and he goes to find Arya. <laughs> the magic is so unexplained and dumb that, yeah, it's like, 
if you're able to project yourself, you're a million years old, but instead you're a fucking gorgeous, like, model redhead. Like, Davos would probably be like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking, you know. Well, that, that is that is a question though. It, does it actually keep you young, or is it just a projection to make you look young? Well, in the books, yeah, it's like it's all it's called glamour. Like, yeah, uh, they glamour Mance Raider yeah. into yep. Lord of the Bones and stuff. So, like, they're not actually a lot. It, the magic stuff is hard to explain and not realistic and not the best parts of well, let's let's close on this because this is where the episode this episode closed i think it's an interesting discussion and uh i for sure if in the context of that world someone should pick that up and use it <laughs> but but yes. knowing how this show has been executed i don't think we'll see it again that's it no i don't think we will either it's just like Essos. It it's will, literally Essos, like, Dorn, it will never be spoken it's about. It's the fountain again. of youth on your neck. And no one is going to go pick it up. Imagine seeing never, this Imagine yeah. seeing this happen in front of you. If you saw that happen, you saw someone beautiful take off this necklace and dis- disintegrate. Mm-hmm. You don't think never, you'd go check it out? Never spoken again. <laughs> it's just like I, I, they, yeah I, I agree i don't think anyone's even going to talk about it no definitely not no if anything, next episode would be like nothing happened if anything like, they'll go the other no. way and someone will ask what happened to the redhead mm-hmm. and davos will oh i have to hide her secret for her mm-hmm. she died honorably yeah. <laughs> no never again it'll never be spoken again same with like i was shocked with the golden company thing because i i thought they'd never mention Essos ever again because they they don't have a plan for any of that you got three episodes left to find out we've gone over an hour and 40 minutes I think this is this is short only to our last Star Wars analysis Um, oh that one was like a two hour yeah I can go all day on Star Wars yeah I I can keep going (laughs) well we should we should call it because uh, no we're not calling it how dare you (laughs) What? Oh, you want to talk about the macro thing? <laughs> well, I mean, we ha- we have to go over like what we expect for the next three. Oh, episodes. the preview. The preview. I gotta pee. You- All right. Well, yeah, I, you, I can continue. You keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you I'll talking about this? Go over like how COC's return. Yeah, like we're we're supposed to like the the big bad was the evil <laughs> zombies. And or so you thought. Yeah. Now, half, the half the season is over and they're gone. So, like, are we supposed to assume that Cersei is our? She's like, the main villain. Yeah. Yeah. She's the main villain. I how is that entertaining? Like, we have two dragons, like all the good guys, versus one stupid lady. Like, that's not that interesting. Well, I I think I think the first two episodes are going to be about. Cersei versus the main crew, and I think the last episode is going to be John and Daenerys squabbling over the crown, because I think it's finally going to come to a head after they take out Cersei. I, I think for sure that uh, the next episode is going to be another like so episode one, and then this episode is going to be house cleaning. They're going to have yeah, to, like, basically. How how is everyone doing after this? Mm-hmm. Like, what is our mm-hmm. next plan? Like. 
What a, what the next episode will be the lowest budget episode of Thrones you'll have ever seen. Yeah, there'll be bottles and everything. It's a it, bottle it's episode, yeah. Yeah, it's like the next three episodes are similarly like uh, an hour and a half. But I would assume like a large portion of it is just them cleaning up like what happened? Like what is our stance now? Like where are we going? Like do well, this we even is... think? This is a checklist now, right? You can tell from the last episode. They have a list of the things that they need to wrap up. And they're just boom, boom, boom. Marking them down, yep. Jorah, Blood Riders, Unsullied. You know, it's just like gone, gone, gone. Like they have to check, get everyone off the show before the season ends. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to end. Well, you'll see you'll see next episode it's just going to be one side preparing and then the other side preparing so there's going to be not much going on next episode and then the following episode is going to be the battle side left there's a half dozen people this is like the star wars thing there's like 10 yeah. people left who can fight and they are all they all just fought for 17 hours no the yeah. logistics like of oh we brought in the golden company it's like who like what <laughs> why like why are we supposed yeah. to like think that like all right so this is cool her, her yeah. army is already depleted like Daenerys like blew up the Tarleys blew up like the Tyrells Dorn everything it's like so it's only like the people who are like close to King's Landing alive who didn't like already revolt against her because she blew up the Vatican versus like yeah two dragons like an army that beat like the undead army like what is the yeah it's like the warriors versus the cavaliers like yeah they can't blow a 3-1 lead again so here's 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 my <laughs> prediction that I've, I've been spouting is that uh aria will kill cersei cersei is the green eyes part of the prophecy you think you think that Arya gets two of the biggest kills of the of the show? I think if she blew her load on on this this guy, she gets the other one too. I think mm. it's Jamie or Tyrion. Yeah, Jamie or Tyrion seems right. Because Tyrion but, needs. So here, Tyrion here's needs here's here's what I'll add though. My little thing because I'm I'm disappointed. I really don't think that there's going to be a like a bad ending, uh, like a sad ending. I, I think it's definitely going to be happy ending type story which is disappointing to me because the show, what made it unique was that it wasn't a happy ending show all the time. I think it will be a happy ending, but the one, the one little carrot they're going to throw people like me is the, um, I think Cersei gives birth and the baby gets whisked away. Um, one of the, one of the like alternate, like, do you like that? that I, no, I don't. I think, I think Cersei should die. <laughs> She's dumb and I don't But like her it. baby, her baby gets away a la Danny. To create like another, you another know, generation of. And then like, it's Ragnarok. Uh, you know, politic stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think they could. If they want to like continue like a, a, no, a sequel, a sequel story. It's so formulaic now that I'm just like pulling stuff out of other movies and putting it in as like, no, well, they're more, just copying this. Why not copy this ending? One of, one of the good like alternate like stories that I saw was imagine like there's the scene in 
the Weirwood and the uh, White Walker guy comes up to Bran and he kneels. I, oh, there was there was no, a moment where he walks cool. up to him he's where like, I was like, "There's a good my chance God. he's not going to try to kill him here. Like he's got some yeah, other yeah. reason." Yeah, he's like, "I'm here to defend you." I was hoping it was going to be like, "We did it." Or something like that. Right, yeah. And then, like, if Arya kills, like, Bran, as, like, you know, he's the ultimate vampire. Yeah. The ultimate that villain. That would be, like, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, what is Bran going to do now? Like, who cares? Like, that would be fucking a twist out of all hell. Like, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Like, he was, like, the it's one the, that, like, It's the Bran, the Bran the Builder sort of mm-hmm. theory, right? Yeah. It's like It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, like, You've already botched like all the like prophecy like storyline stuff. Might as well just like have like some random ass like plot twist. I would have I would have if I if it was me, I would have loved to put something like that in and just wreck the audience. Yeah. And and, yeah, oh, totally and then agree. and then and then you have him you have them turn to each other while he's holding Arya and Brand Brand does the you know finish him. Or finisher. Kills yeah. Arya. They're in cahoots. Episode ends. And the show ends. The next three episodes you thought you were going to get. I oh, think there was a it. lot of... There was a lot of opening to like... Have our good guys like do something evil. Or... Yeah, I mean, Bran is worthless. I He didn't do anything. So like, I wish he had like some ultimate Aria like, was the only line. force yeah so agreed. Uh, have you have, you guys have heard the mad queen theories right do you yeah. think that will come to fruition at all in the latter half of this season other than that the producers hate women i don't think they actually know what that is the mad queen theory wanted, like they want to like it's clear that sansa and and uh daenerys haven't yes. like, cleared their problems yeah, they don't like, like each other. So, you know, short-sighted. Is there is there another twist left? Mm, I don't think I so. I mean, the, the twist that was, like, propagated before this episode was that, like, it was going to be a war on two sides, that the Night King was just going to skip Winterfell and go straight to King's Landing and kill them all with the dragon. Which would have been like cool, like no one saw that coming. But I don't see anything like other like there's the Kyburn. The Kyburn guy is gonna shoot one of the dragons with the scorpion thing, or at least that's gonna be a major plot point. But I, I thought they I already used the that. Plotters. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Braun uses it. Last season, he, he shot Drogon. Right, he, he, misses, he, he shot already been used. That that seems like the only thing that like could be shocking. It's like, oh, they killed the dragon. I think it's. I think if it's anything, it's more wildfire. Yeah, obviously there has but to be another. The, shot the problem is, is that like Tyrion, Jaime, Bro- like all those people have already seen wildfire. They won't like underestimate that. That's that's why I, I mean it's, it's. I really don't. I don't see another twist. I think they're done. They're, they they've given up on twists, and now they just want to close it out like a regular show. What if, what if Braun is actually the one that kills Cersei? 
Remember how he gets the the crossbow right, that killed Tywin? To, yeah. Well, he's, he's killed, supposed to kill uh, Tyrion. Yeah. But um, but the thing is, a little nice little side note to that is that Cersei, the guy who plays uh, well Lena Headey and the guy who so plays each, yeah. each other in real life, they that's the reason why they've never done a, a season There's a no scene way on that screen. He'll get to kill her then. That would be that would be great. Lena, 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 I'm not filming that scene. Imagine imagine one of your exes just being like, "I get to humiliate you on national TV." That's the thing, though. Like coming into the season, you've got three, four, we lost your sound. Yeah, his son went dead. I'm not alive. Yeah, you're back. Um, we we've got three forces. You got the North, the White Walkers, and Cersei. So you want to see like what what is the like the chess move? Like, does the North attack the White Walkers? The North attack Cersei. Does Cersei attack the White Walkers? Like, which which way would make an interesting storyline? And we all know that the White Walkers weren't gonna win. That's just not how they yeah. like no. portrayed the it's story. It's not set up. Yeah, it's not set so, up that way. Um, h- how have they set up that it'll be the North versus Cersei? And since they didn't kill anyone, there are like 30 named characters in the North, and there's Cersei and Euron, I guess. And the mountain. And the, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the mountain. Oh, yeah, mountain. Very uh, narratively good character very uh he's got a lot, a lot of kills of, left his dialogue is a lot of fun a lot of fun to watch but like so like what is the interest like how can they compellingly like have your interest when they go south well your source is a captivating character she's one of the last few it's only her right well that that's what i'm saying it's like we have Bron. But yeah. she, I would say she Pot. is, we have I think she Bam. is the most important character left in the show. Probably, Which is, yeah. Which is, they fucked up, I feel. Well, um, the, th- the thing is, what about Kyburn and Varys? Because Varys, I mean, Kyburn basically took over Varys' role in King's Landing. It's just like, I a, think the, all right, yeah, Varys and Kyburn, that's a 1v1. I would, yeah. like, that's a close 50-50 1v1. But I think Varys like, has much more poke potential, though. But yeah, you you have like a million <laughs> Varys, yeah. Uh, that should be well, interesting because um, maybe 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 Varys dies, protect uh, killing Kyburn, stopping him from using wildfire. Sure, that's a one v one. But like, what what is the story storyline of like Gendry, Arya, Bran, mm-hmm. Jamie, Brienne, Tyrion, Bran? That makes any kind of like resolution. Net, net narrow sense. Family photo on the Iron Throne. Yeah, it's like he, there's only like Cersei is someone compelling, someone that is interesting. She hasn't been in the last two episodes, literally no, zero scenes. So, what is your like connection to her? And the Euron guy, like no one fucking likes uh, that he's, guy. Who's rooting well, for that? Like, not Euron. Euron's the worst character now. Like, I don't know what they did to his character from the book, but 
<laughs> he's just like an awful character. Not, he's just a terrible character. Not interesting. It's no, like, it's not. oh, you're obviously someone who's going to die and not really mount to anything. You're you're an asshole that we know is going to get vanquished. So why even should like, we give a shit? Be yeah. interested? Yeah. He's not. It's like he's so dime store like character. Like, ooh, I'm a badass who yes, yeah, likes yeah. to fucking fight. Like, oh wow, I've never seen this that type of character that's, before. That's what makes bad characters so interesting. Is that bad characters think that they're the good guys of their story. So that's what makes them interesting. Like seriously, she thinks she's the good guy of her story. Cersei but is she's a clearly... very good character. Cersei is a yeah. very good character. But I think she is so overwhelmed by like twenty other named actors that like the battle yeah. is not gonna feel very satisfying. She's yeah, have, I mean, I mean, this is the classic. It feels like the villain actually should lose, so you know she's got some tricks up her sleeve. For sure, yeah. That that's where they're gonna finally lop off people. Which tri- I, tricks tricks that I don't think she should need because the Northern Army just got wrecked. Like who's left? And she has who's left? and she has twenty thousand troops. They're in a uh, last Jedi situation. Who's left? Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's like there's like a yeah the Unsullied and the there's a baseball team worth of people who are gonna fight an entire army. And they're in the winter, so they're going to have to go to King's Landing with no provisions. And they'll totally talk about that. They'll be like, oh, yeah, like we can't uh, feed the army anymore. Maybe they'll eat the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) No, they will not talk about travel times or provisions. No. All right, boys. Let's let's call it there. I think we've we've done this. This this we're done. This no, horse is dead. Done. This horse is dead, and, and even the Night King's not bringing it back. What else is there <laughs> to talk about? I not... feel like there is some still. Uh, let's let's bring it back when we talk about the Avengers. Oh, we'll do, about we have three more episodes. We can do six more hours of this. <laughs> We're, no need to hypothesize anymore. You're not betting on this any, anymore. Do you have any bets in? Uh, mm, no. Uh, Army, your sound is gone. Your thanks for joining us, Army. It's been a pleasure. Nice, nice knowing you. <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you. Uh, um, Good yeah, luck talk in the soon. battles, the wars to come. World wars to come. Ooh, uh, one of the, I will say just like quickly, my big pet peeve of like the Arya thing is that like I hate shit like that where like you see the surrounding stuff happening and then like you cut back and someone's there yeah that's what i was talking to earlier (laughs) yeah in the in the tower of joy there's like uh you know ned is like about to die to arthur dane and Mm -hmm. you can see they pan out and you see the entire battlefield and then like you change camera and like oh helen reed's right behind Mm -hmm. him it's like well, didn't you hear him like walking up? He's like yeah. got like a suit and heavy like, armor, travel and like you hear all this stuff. So, like, but you know what you don't hear? You? you know what you don't hear, Army? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
basically. Yeah, it's like you you have you're the best knight ever, and in the fights have like incredible like spatial awareness, and then this guy just like stabs you in the back. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's not very good skill at all, <laughs> and I hate that. I hate it. That was p- the main plot of the show. It's it's not that, that some guy action. came out of nowhere. You just a, you're a stat check fan. <laughs> you're like if this guy's I... better than that guy, he should win. <laughs> and it's I don't think this is this isn't basketball. This is more like uh, this, this this game has a little more luck in it. <laughs> no, funny. I wish I saw where Arya came from. They could have done that. That's the thing. They could have had Arya like wearing like the sneaking. Suit. You know they don't do this because we're one in a hundred. Like ninety nine percent of people aren't asking these questions. Dude, I saw like bar reactions to like the Arya scene, a stabbing. Everyone They're loves like, it. <gasps> yeah, Woo! like it's like. What? I was cheering. It was <laughs> it was visually what you wanted to see. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was, it was visually cool. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's afterwards, clever. when you're when you're thinking about it afterwards, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Where the well, fuck yeah, did she even come from? It's the problem with the show is that the show has set the expectation that this is a clever show that's one step ahead of you, but they haven't been one step ahead of us for five years. Yeah, yeah. And us basically since like season four. Attention. Like, there's a lot of people who just watch and take everything at face value, and they can continue to enjoy it. But because we're like these obsessive like nerds, like we're gonna dig into <laughs> that next level of like what had happened here, and it's just it's not that deep anymore. Yep, we overanalyze. But I I, I feel like okay, okay, in, we gotta call in gotta the go moment. To bed. In the moment, <laughs> I, we can come back. Go to bed. <laughs> this is a two-hour podcast now. MSI is at one a.m. You're. You're going to know that one on your own. I'm going to stop the recording now. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, right, Matt will buy you uh, lunch and tell you the rest of what he thinks about this episode. Until next time, this has been the Wrapped Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. Signing off. Mm-hmm. All right. See you guys. <laughs>